Welcome back to Schizophrenia Life. So, the subject for the podcast today has changed within the last 30 seconds. Because I was going to start today off by reading a Bible verse. And I memorized this Bible verse as a, as a kid. We, we had to memorize it. And it's different. They legit changed the Bible. And I thought, this has got to be a different version. No, it's the King James Version. But apparently, in 2001, they just changed the Bible. I'm, I'm, it says at the front that it was revised and changed in 2001. Which, when I was a kid, was before that, obviously. Um, and they completely changed it. It makes from because I, I I had memorized this whole chapter for it was for something with a like a not like a school play but we we had to stand up in front of the class and and read it or say it from memory. But if you go to first first Corinthians uh, chapter thirteen. They've completely changed it. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 used to be about love. And now they've completely removed every mention of the word love. And completely changed the meanings. Like, <laughs> I want to say they went woke with, with it. Like, how do you get away with changing the Bible? It's It's either... You can't just go and change the word of God. Like, it was talking about love, and now all of a sudden, they, all they say is charity. So the, I wish I had an older Bible with me, but now it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not, supposed to be love, ha have not charity, I am becoming as sounding brass, or thinking, or a tinkling chamber. That whole verse is wrong. Um, it's close, but completely wrong. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries, and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not love, but they put charity, I am nothing. That's close. Um, it's supposed to say move mountains, not remove mountains. Verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Completely wrong. That's not even close to the original. Charity suffereth long and is kind charity uh envieth not charity voweth not itself is not puffed up is not puffed up doth not behave itself unseemly seeketh not her own is not easily provoked thinketh no evil rejoice not in 
inequity, but rejoice in the truth, beareth all things, believed, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, whether there be tongues, they shall cease, whether there be knowledge, it shall va vanish away. But, uh, that's enough. So I'm going to mark this page, you know, with the little thingy. I don't have a older Bible, so we're going to have to move on over to the computer. I'm sure I have an older Bible somewhere, but let me Google. Okay, so what it's supposed to say is if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or clanging chamble. See, that was close. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not love, I am nothing. If I give all my... All I possess to the poor or give over my body to the hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Then the one that everyone knows, verse 4, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and, and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what, it, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put my child, the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall not, shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Okay, so that that's not the that's the NIV version. That's the one I guess I learned. Um I want to see what they have for the New King James version. See? I have the New King James version. They haven't updated to the new version. And here is the New King James Version, and it says, and they use love too. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in inquiry, but rejoices in the truth, 
bears all skip to the end and and now abide faith hope love these three but the greatest of these is love that's the new king james version and the niv version both of them say love and um are fairly accurate this one which i don't remember i think i got it like a few years ago they've completely changed it and it said if you go to the front it says that it was re revised and they completely removed love out of it like and you heard some of the some of the more subtle differences the different wordings um It's a joke. Obviously, I'm not going to throw throw a Bible away. But I'm definitely going to go... I'm going to get me a different Bible. I'm not reading from this anymore. Um, that's insane that... They have to be woke, stupid pieces of crap to just go and change the Bible... And be like, yeah, it's it's all right. We can just change the word of God and it'll be all right. I understand there's different versions of the Bible. Uh, you could read it in Old Hebrew if you wanted. But uh, I just can't. You, you can't just year to year change it for no reason. Like, it makes no sense. That's... I was waiting for the 10 minute mark. I was going to end at 10 minutes. Twitter doesn't like uh, X, sorry, doesn't like um, longer than 10 minute videos, but I guess, oh well, no video on Twitter. <laughs> okay, let's just continue on. So, okay, I'm off my soapbox. Uh, apparently, I have a defect Bible because they decided to just change the words for no reason. Like, I'm legit upset about that. I didn't realize it. And, and even for the... Uh, online, you can see the older King James Version. And it's different from the newer one. And they just change it randomly. They should at least mark that they've changed it. They should say, uh, We changed this to be more politically correct. <laughs> then we don't have to read it. I can just read it on my phone or online and get the original version. Well, original at least as far as English. Um, that really upset me. I'm sorry. Uh, so I was, originally the podcast was going to be uh, open up with talk, that verse and then talk about um, how love not just for others, but yourself and how you think about yourself, how you talk about yourself, how you feel about yourself affects your life, your your direction in life and everything. Because if you feel good about yourself, you, you have a good self-image, you're, you're confident, you, you feel great, you're going to be... 
be accomplishing a lot more than someone who's self-conscious, has zero confidence. Like, imagine a salesperson with no confidence, and they're just depressed with no confidence, and they're not going to sell shit. That's why they call salespeople, a lot of salespeople they'll call confidence men, because you have to have confidence to sell people. I had one job. It didn't last long. It was two months only, um, which I'm lucky it lasted two months. But I had one job as a salesperson. Um, it was in the IT field. Um, I didn't sell a damn thing. I didn't sell a single... I, I reached out to like 20, 30,000 people uh, over those two months. Like legit hundreds and hundreds of people a day. Uh, didn't sell a damn thing. Uh, I mean, and I explained when I got the job, I was like, I've never sold anything and I still haven't, <laughs> you know, uh, that's why I've always said, I hate sales. I hate sales. Like I'll do anything other than sales. I'd rather do physical manual labor over sales. I hate sales mainly cause I hate talking to people. <laughs> like I hate being like, you, you, you really need to. Like the, uh, you really need a lighter. You need to buy this lighter. Why do you need a lighter? This, this blue lighter is just amazing. It will just light up your world. You know, <laughs> like, like you see in the movies, the interviews, like, sell me this pen. I didn't have a pen with, <laughs> um, but that's, that's what, what it's like to me like I just couldn't uh I can't sell shit um and I just I've never been good like saying hey give me money for this um but I'm good at doing what I'm told I was in the army for a long time and you just do what you're told it's it, the army is the easiest and hardest life. So it's the easiest in the fact that you never have to think about anything. You don't have to think about what you're going to do today. You don't have to think about what you're going to do tomorrow. The, any day of the year. You don't have to think about what you're going to do. Because you're going to get told what to do. You're going to get told to be at PT at 6 o'clock in the morning. You're going to be told to be at 8.45 in formation you're going to be told, you know, 11.30 lunch. You're going to be told every minute of every day you're told exactly what you're going to do. And you just do it. It's so easy. You just do what you're told. Um, whereas, like, I'm a software developer now. And... It's harder. I, well, I have to keep, I have to not motivate. I have to have discipline to accomplish my work and 
I don't have someone sitting over my shoulder saying, at, at this time you're doing this, at this time you're doing this. I have to do all that myself. I have to, the only thing that's told is like our, our daily or weekly meetings is at a certain time. But as far as what needs to be done, how fast I can get it done, everything like that, that's all on me. And I have to manage my time between, you know, work, more work, more work, kids, wife. Like, you have to manage your time. Podcast. It's fucking, I don't know what time it is. It's after 10. I've been, I got up and started working uh, 4.30 this morning. Because I, I got up to get... Uh, my youngest a bottle and when I give her the bottle I was like well I'm already standing so I can go get just go to go get to work and so I just started working at 4.30 this morning it's 10 o'clock at night um I took I think I think two or three hours no, it must have been longer than that. Three or four hours up to now, I took off after work. Um, but now I'm going to stay up all night and work. So I have, a, over the next two months, I have a lot of overtime to do. So, um, not by choice, it just, it has to be done. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about this. I got off subject. But basically, the whole point of it is, uh, back to the original topic, how you feel about yourself, having love in your life, having faith in your life, all of that affects, like, when I'm depressed, I'm less productive, 100%. When, I, when, I'm, when my head is not right, I'm less productive. I'm less productive at work. I'm less productive in family life because if I'm sitting there depressed thinking about doing something that's going to affect how I how I interact with people like if I'm depressed and all I want to do is lay down I'm not going to be interacting with my kids like I should so It's, especially for me, like, so I have um, chronic PTSD and schizophrenia. So obviously, the only way to deal with the voices that I hear are medication, um, dopamine blockers. I hate those. It feels like you're living in slow motion underwater. It is, someone will say something to you. It'll be like sitting next to you, and they'll say some a sentence. And it literally feels like an hour from the time they say it to, to when it gets to you. And then it feels like another hour, and then you can respond. It's, it's, liter it's like living in slow motion on those drugs. And so I don't take them. I do, instead, I deal with, uh, deal with this, the voices. Um, I'm considered 
uh, on the schizophrenia side, high functioning, just because I don't act on what they tell me to do. Um, some schizophrenics, the reason they're dangerous is because they do what the voices say. Um, I have in the past, but not in a long, long time. Um, not in a 15, 20 years. Um, so that's, I'm considered high function in that aspect, but I still have the, de the depression and PTSD and so I'm not always mentally stable, uh, but I try and I know on my good days, I'm more productive. I get twice as much done as on my bad days. Um, so take care of yourself, get the help you need, get as stable as you can because your life will improve just by taking care of yourself and feeling good about yourself and not laying, having the confidence, feeling good about yourself. The, these things will help you improve your life. Today I was on a, I was too busy to think most of the day, but this past weekend, um, I was thinking about, do I really have a chance at achieving my goal? My goal, my dream is to be a professional golfer. Um, now the roadblock to that is I'm not good enough. How do you get better? You have to put in the time. To get to the level that I need, I need to be playing golf at least eight hours a day. Play a full round of golf, um, working on you know, everything with course management, but then I need to spend another four hours on the uh, chipping, putting, in the practice bunkers. Like, I need to train at least eight hours a day for a year, maybe two years. But how do I do that? I'm already working 12, 16-hour days right now. Um, I try to keep it close to eight, but less than 12. Uh, so I don't, I don't have time. I'm lucky if I can play one round a week in the summer. And if you're playing once a week, you just can't get good. When I took vacation last year, I played, uh, for part of it, I played every single day and I literally dropped three to four shots per day until I stopped playing every day. And then my, I gained shots back. I, I literally just need to train every day to build that consistency. But I can't. I don't have the time. For, for a goal as hard as becoming a professional golfer, because it ain't easy, a a goal that that's that that is that high of a level um for someone that's working full time it's impossible and i don't have the money to just quit my job 
I, I have to keep working. So I can't just quit. I have to pay the bills. I have to keep working. Um, the only way is if I can find a sponsor to, you know, cover the bills and the training to give me the chance to do it. But no one's going to do that. <laughs> Let's be realistic. No one's going to do that. No, The only way you get sponsors is if you win something. And I don't have the time to train. So I tweeted out, uh, am I crazy or... You know, is this a realistic goal, or am I just crazy? Um, and a guy on Twitter was t messaging back and forth me with me, and it's all public, you can see it. And he, he said, you know, you're getting up there in age, so unless really soon you start shooting consistently three under, then you don't even have a chance, and it's not realistic. But if you love the sport, at least try to get down to scratch uh, and just for the fun of it. But as far as going pro, I'm running out of time. The older I get, the, the less time I have. Well, obviously, but to compete at the highest level, the older you get, the slower you go, the slower you are the less likely you're going to make it. Most of, the, most of the people playing professionally played since they were like six years old or, or younger. You know, I didn't even start playing um, till I played about six years ago. I played for a few months, quit for five years, and then I've really only been playing the last uh, two summers and not, obviously not much because I don't have time. So once a week. So I haven't put in the time needed. And this weekend I was thinking about it and it just, it was so depressing thinking about it. Like, am I really just not realistic? Like, is my goal impossible? And then... I was listening to a podcast while I was working from Gary Vee and I had to get up and I hit the pause button. But right before I hit it, he said something that clicked. He was like, if you give up on your goal, if you think to yourself, you can't do it, then it's over. Now, my question wasn't whether I can do it. I know I can do it. But is it realistic? I don't know. I still don't know the answer to this. I, I, It's definitely realistic if I can train eight hours a day. It's 100% realistic. But in my situation, I can't do that. So how realistic is it playing once a week? It's zero. So there's a challenge here. How do I achieve, how do I get past this challenge? Find an investor, find a sponsor. Well, how do I f find those? I at least have to get good enough to get a, get one of those. So I just, I don't know. My putting's been getting good because I can practice putting at home. But everything else, 
the during the winter I can't do shit um and yeah I don't know <sighs> I'm so confused right now but I have to end this um I got I just made some coffee 10 o'clock at night I should be able to get quite a bit of work done tonight and uh I don't know I'm feeling lost today this weekend and then today I just feel lost I I still have to work uh, you know I can't let it affect my work but I've definitely I mentally I've just felt lost because it's it's like is my is my dream really just me being crazy or is it achievable I don't know I need to find out soon but um I don't know love y'all have a wonderful day and we'll see you again tomorrow